What's happening? What's up? John Fitch here. John Fitch knows nothing. And um, we're getting a little bit closer to Christmas time. And um, it's exciting. You guys ready for Christmas? You fancy Christmas? You guys ready to rock this Christmas? I feel like uh, my uh, YouTube is not working. What's going on here? I've popped on um, Rockfin. Rockfin's working. I don't know what's going on here, man. What is the problem? <sighs> this is no bueno. What the hell? Very frustrating, very frustrating. This is not working huh it's working okay it's working it's not working on my end man what the hell is going on the uh youtube is not playing shit here that's a uh that's wild the essay it's working i'll take your word for it sons of guns always always something it's always something isn't it <clears throat> It's always uh, something. Pain in my ass. I'm going to make sure that all this is going good. What is happening? That's so weird. YouTube's effing up, man. It's got the wrong title on this shit. That's not what my this is. What's going on? Oh well. <laughs> it's got a completely different title on what this is. I don't know what is happening. Uh everything looks good on um Rockfin. Right. If you guys uh want shit to work right, go to Rockfin. You should all be making accounts on Rockfin anyways, guys, even if you're not gonna pay. Because the YouTube party is going to end eventually with all the censorship and all the crap. Like, they're just, it's just terrible. It's terrible. YouTube's going down the toilets, I believe. I'm going to hit the chats and the rock pen. Uh, because, yeah, I don't get that many chats over there. All right, guys. It's good to uh, see everybody. I mean, it's working. It's up. But, like, the title from what I'm seeing here is not the right one. And uh, it's such a weird, it's weird. YouTube's out to get me one way or another. But, yeah, man, there were some fights this weekend. Uh, not exactly the, the, the end results for some of them that some of y'all might have thought. Um, Noon's losing is kind of surprising, but then again, maybe not. I got some theories. I see you guys uh, think. But yeah, let's get off. I went to uh, Gilroy Gardens. had a Christmas thing yesterday. It was nice. It was fun. The lights. Did some ice skating. My legs are a little, uh, a little fried. My hips a little, a little sore. But I used to play a lot of uh, pond hockey growing up, like – junior high through high school 
It wasn't bad. It was pretty good. Oops. Let me know if the uh, sound gets effed up. But yeah, it was pretty good. And then I think like the last three years, I'm taking the boys somewhere, uh, either downtown San Jose or uh, I went to Gilroy this time. Um, I went up a little bit north last year. Uh, one of my friends, Leah, took me up there. That was awesome. It was in like Palo Alto. But um, yeah, I'm not quite the skater. It's not like the bike. It's not like the bike thing. I, you can go like you can go 15, 20 years not riding a bike and get back on the bike and you're you're fine. You can ride the bike all right. Not ice skating. It's different. <laughs> it's different. It's difficult. And my big ass is uh is a little heavier now. So uh the ice isn't super hard. And if I'm not picking my skates up the right way, that tip can can take chunks of ice out and I almost fall. I felt fell twice two times. So according to my kids, I'm pretty good. Let's play something <clears throat> in the spirit of things. Have yourself a merry little Fitchmas. Let your heart be light. From now on, your troubles will be out of sight have yourself a merry little fitchmas make the yule times gay so gay from now on your troubles will be miles away once again as in olden days happy golden days of your faithful friends who were dear to us shall be near to us once more someday soon we all will be together if the fates allow motherfuckers until then, we'll have to muddle through somehow. So have yourself a merry little Fitchmas now. Yeah. It's that time, guys. It's that time. All righty. I uh, hope you got your gifts mostly sorted. I think I got mine mostly sorted. Couple more things to pick up this week, and we'll be good. But yeah, guys, we uh, had some pretty, pretty good fights. I think uh, this weekend. Uh, we'll talk about the main card a little bit. Get some of your inputs on this stuff, and uh, we'll see. Let's share the uh, the card here. The main card, starting off with uh, Oma O'Malley. All right, let's talk about O'Malley here. Um. <clears throat> Regardless of what maybe you think of this guy, personal on a personal level, whatever, um, you can switch it. It doesn't know you any good for like that little thing, huh? But O'Malley, so yeah, like some of you guys have mentioned that he uh, is refusing to, you know, fight bigger fights until he's paid more because he's under that contender series uh, contract, which is not good. Um, and just like the old, um, just like the old 
you know, tough contracts. They're not, they're not good. They weren't good. Um, you know, we had Bobby Southworth, Mike Swick, and Josh Koscheck all on that Ultimate Fighter contract back in the day. And uh, I was making more money than them and less fights after a while because they had to win like nine. We had, to, we had to get through like nine fights before they could renegotiate and get a new contract. That's just insane. That could be your entire career. That could be a guy's entire career in the UFC, nine fights. Uh, so they lock you in cheap while your notoriety is high. So they don't have to pay you for how many eyeballs you bring in, how many butts you bring to the seats. Uh, exploitation. They're robbing you. They're tricking you into uh, this awesome opportunity, awesome opportunity to get locked into a shitty contract. That's really what you win by winning tough. You win a shitty contract. Uh, it's not exactly the best thing for you. Um But yeah, O'Malley. Um, and I don't, I don't know if O'Malley is that great because he hasn't fought anybody super tough. But at the same time, I can't really fault him uh, for doing that. You know, it's really smart for him to play that game where he's he's not going to take the big fights. Uh, it's surprising to me though that they're not forcing him into certain fights. But that's not really going to happen if they have him. If they get him cheap, I think they don't mind him fighting lesser-known guys just to get wins and build him up if they're paying him cheap, like whatever. Uh, he's playing the game in a way that they don't mind. He's being very smart about his social media presence because that is – it's important. It shouldn't be, but it is. That's where we are today. If you're not killing it on social media – you're gonna have a much harder time getting the big fights. You're gonna have a much harder time getting paid more, because you don't you don't move the needle. You don't move their needle when they're when they're looking to see what people are talking about. When they see what's up on the the algorithms, the Google searches. If you're not coming up, if your social media is not making hits, if you're not getting guys um, attention when you're not fighting, like they don't they don't have use for you. Now, I think that's the promoter's fault for not promoting and pushing because it's in the name promoter is supposed to promote you, but they, they put it on you. They put it on the fighter's shoulders. You got to promote yourself uh, and you have the tools of social media. So you have a way to do it. Um, finding a way to do it that doesn't uh, betray who you are in your soul. That's that's the trick. That's the trick, really. You know, do I have to be, you know, I have to act like Connor? Do I have to act like some other douche? They're going to act like the Paul brothers to get noticed. Or can you figure out a, a different way that you're okay with? Um, <clears throat> O'Malley, whether you like him or not, he doesn't come off too douchey. I don't think his, uh, the things that he's doing come off too bad. I mean, whatever, dyeing your hair and uh, putting out funny videos, you know, whatever. Good, good for him. Getting noticed. And, uh, you know, now he's in a position where maybe he's going to get paid. How good is he? We don't really know. That's the problem with the sport right now. It's not really a sport. It's a production. He's playing the role uh, that you need to to get pushed in the production. So that's what it takes. Uh, is he that skilled? I don't know. I don't know if he's that great. Be honest. I don't know if he's that great. But does it matter? Does it even matter today? Does it matter what's going, what's going on? Uh being good, it, it means you're getting paid and people know who you are, it seems like, right now at this at this point. 
So, um, oh man, my amp is making noise. I'm going to turn this off. Start humming. It's raining outside. I don't know if you guys can hear that. Hopefully not. But yeah, man, he's playing the game. Uh, more power to him. You got to do what you got to do. We'll see. Uh, yeah. Bit shoot rumble. Mm. Yeah, maybe I, should, I tried bit shoot a while ago, but they, they back up your stuff. Whatever. I I don't know, man. I like I like Rockfin. There's a lot of great creators on there. Really, like you're gonna see some good good shit on Rockfin, and you're supporting cryptocurrency also. So two birds, one stone. Just make an account. Um, you can you can sign up for a year for like ninety nine dollars and save some money. Otherwise, it's nine bucks, nine ninety nine a month. Do it. Sign up. You get a lot of awesome shit on on Rockfin. So just do it, man. You can cuss and all kinds of cool stuff. <laughs> Talk about all kinds of political stuff and not get censored. It's not bad, I must say. Um, oh, Tyler and can't escape for shit. It's a, it's 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 in, it's intimidating a little bit because when you fall when you're skating, it's not like a nice fall. <laughs> it's not a nice fall. It's never a nice fall. It's the most retarded, like. I'm, I'm stupid. I have no coordination falls and you hit hard. Sometimes like you'll just flip up and bam elbows, knees, back of your head can be trouble, <laughs> can be trouble. But O'Malley, uh, got the, got the win. O'Malley got the win over, uh, Paiva who I haven't really, I don't know anything about really, which yeah, he needs to get on social media. He needs to start promoting himself more. Unfortunately, that's where we're at. Then we've got uh, our next fight of the night. Uh, Cody Jarbrand. Well, I mean, first of all, what do you guys think? You guys think he's doing the right thing? You think he's um, putting himself out there in the right way? With with uh, uh, um, O'Malley, is it bothering you that, that, that he's not taking the big fights? He is not taking, um, you know, harder harder competition, but he's getting paid less. Is that understandable? Do you guys support that? What is your what's your attitude towards that? Because like you know, younger me, when I thought things were going to be you know very sport based and merit based because of performance, I would have been very against that, and I would have disliked him for those reasons. But because of how the sport is the how the sport has turned into production. And how the production works, I completely understand what he's doing, and I would advise all fighters to take that approach. Don't put yourself out there. Don't take the risk. They're not going to take the risk for you. They're not going to go out of their way and damage themselves to keep you in, in the know, keep you paid. P promoter's not your friend. They're your pimp. So Andy Lee's here says that uh, O'Malley has extremely fast hands, great movement, and a solid reach to boot. He does have good reach. Does have good reach. Tyler Durden is saying that uh, O'Malley has 11 wins, 11 knockouts in the UFC. Love him or hate him. He's winning when he should. 
Yep, he's putting up the numbers. Yep, six-figure contract. A six-figure contract, yeah. Because after a number of fights, you get six figures. <laughs> At the end of ten fights, you got six figures. Oh, yeah! Yeah! Yeah. But again, O'Malley, he has reach. But, you know, this will this will come up a lot. A lot of these guys, I don't think, grapple. I don't think they can grapple. And I think his kryptonite might be somebody who has you know, a, a solid chin and ability to clench and take people down. Um, but yeah, that's, that's a theme I'm going to get into today a little bit. Um, I think he's huge. He's tall. He's a very long, he's very long. He's got a lot of reach. Those guys can be difficult. Um, but they can also get messed up on the ground sometimes if they don't know how to use it on the ground. Yeah, Olivera did do it the hard way. Def definitely. Oh, we got a super chat. Sorry about missing the super chat. Floodland is saying, uh, sorry, off top of it, how many eggs are you eating for breakfast these days? I'm anywhere from 8 to 12 in the morning. 8 to 12. Yeah. I eat a lot of eggs. Eggs are, I think that's why they that's why they they seriously they they a long time ago put it in your head the eggs were bad for you, cholesterol blah 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 because it's one of the most perfect foods you can have. Absolutely one of the most perfect foods you can have. And it's cheap. It's really cheap and you could you could have chickens and raise chickens and grow your own grow your own eggs. You could quite possibly live off of. I want to. I want to see some studies of people just who eat nothing but eggs for a while. See what that does to them. No, no vegetables, no carbs, no nothing. Just eggs. I mean, eggs like four to six meals a day, and see what happens. That would be a. Uh, that would be an amazing study. Somebody needs that study. Why? Why would somebody not have done that study? You know, I, I feel like. They would do very well health-wise if you, if you did that. But I don't think they want you to be healthy, and they definitely don't want you to, like, sustain yourself. How many people wouldn't have to have jobs and work for these slaving corporations and other uh, establishments if, like, you could just grow all your own food very easily? I got I got chickens in the back. We're set. I don't need your bullshit. <laughs> right? I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, next fight. Uh, was who we got next fight? Jarbrandt. Jarbrandt has been on a slide. He's been on a slide, right? You can see slide. You can't see this. I wish I could zoom this in somehow. Um, but yeah, Jarbrandt. Cara uh, France. Cara France uh, knocked him out. Um, somebody had mentioned the other day that. Cody has been on a slide since uh, his last, he got into his last relationship. He's got a girl or something. And they were saying that they thought the female may have been a bad, uh, a bad thing for his career. And that is something that does happen quite often. If you notice my slide in my career for a little bit, it happened right after I got married. 
when you have to start taking care of yourself and other people, <laughs> like it can be difficult. Um, Fighting is a selfish sport. And if you get pulled away from doing what you need to do, you're going to struggle. But Jarbrandt gets knocked out in the first round. Um, could be one of those things also where, you know, guys stand and trade. You take so many shots and you lose your chin. His chin may be just busted. And if he's going to continue fighting, he's going to have to find a different way to fight and not get busted in the mouth anymore. He's going to have to switch to clinch and grappling and uh, different strategies in the first round. Don't stand and trade in the first round. We'll see, though. You're confusing me on this. Cody should have started at 135. He's small for 135. You mean 145? Maybe. Maybe. Here's a little thing. Some of you guys don't always uh, maybe know. But some of these guys may be coming off of gear. They may be coming off of testosterone or something else. And that's why they're able to go lower. And it could be um, maybe they have some other health issue because they've been on gear for a while or they, they're they getting tested more often and they, they uh, can't pass the test and they come off of gear so they drop weight. <clears throat> it's a very difficult thing to uh, go on <laughs> gear and drop weight. So uh, I think these guys may be... That could be a thing. Yeah. Bonuses, definitely. Lucas is saying that the new owners are making so much money from the fighters that they give eight bonuses, so... The fighters feel a little bit better, and it doesn't seem like the UFC is underpaying them. Yes, that's a it's a scam. Like they give him, they get you to focus on the dollars and not the percentages. Like they're paying you less of a percentage of the of the money being made, but they're going to pay you a higher dollar dollar sign. When you need to focus on the percentages, get your equal percentage of what's being made. Uh, and it is, it's a scam, man. It's like they make you feel like. Oh, I'm getting this bonus of 50,000, 100,000, whatever bonus. Like, and they, they pay their hookers. Dana pays his hookers that much. He pays his waitresses and the, 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 the uh, escorts that he has that much. Like, you're just another escort to them, guys. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's not even a $50,000 bonus. <laughs> Fuck, they're giving like $10,000 bonuses? Shit. Man. He got acknowledgement. Yes, a private company who gets paid by the promoter. You know, you know who else has a great, unbelievable te testing record? Unbelievable! All of the guys in the WWE, they have an amazing testing record. Those guys all pass. Those guys are all the cleanest guys in the sport. Sport. It's a production. It's a TV show. They're gonna start drug testing guys for uh, movies. They're gonna give the Rock a test. You're going to test the rock. No, you can't do uh, Jumanji 4 because your test levels aren't right. Is that going to happen? Oh, yeah. More plates, more dates. Derek does a great job. He does a great job. Uh, you know, and, and, and this shit wasn't really a problem until 2010s when uh, UFC legalized 
the uh, testosterone replacement therapy for fighters. They're pushing on their older guys. And then once certain guys got wind of what was going on, everybody started to go on. And then it's just, it's uh, bananas. It's bananas right now. I don't think it's changed or stopped or halted. I think guys are just better at um, getting away with it. All right. Uh, and then this fight, this fight kind of got overshadowed by the rest of the fights. But the Jeff Neal fight. And he's one of those guys who is a solid fighter, performs well, wins a lot. But uh, he doesn't get much push. He doesn't get much push. Maybe he doesn't beat enough bigger names. But I think has a lot more to do probably with the social media. What's his social media look like? You know, uh, is he making himself uh, notorious through other means other than being in the cage? Because I, I don't think it's enough these days in this production um, landscape that we live in, non-sport but production landscape we're in. You have to uh, be known by people by more than just your performance in the cage. It's not enough. It's not enough to win. It's not enough to win exciting. It's not. You have to be exciting outside of the cage. You have to be outside entertaining for all these uh, goombas and their uh, social media stuff. It's just the way it is. <clears throat> um, but yeah, but he wins. He wins. Jeff Neal, he's tough, but uh, I don't know, man. Is he ever going to get the big, the big opportunities? Oh, no, no. And this is the big shocker a lot of people are shocked with. And I can kind of start getting into kind of my my take on a lot of some of these fights because uh, the main event also. Um, but, yeah, I think we've seen a decrease in overall skill in fighters since the beginning of 2010s. And that so happens to correlate with the influx of um, therapeutic testosterone and its ability because before the therapeutic testosterone people were doing like bodybuilder roids okay and when they did the bodybuilder roids you look like a bodybuilder and you had the cardio of a bodybuilder and you'd gas out you'd turn red like you could pick out the guys who were juiced and like they didn't usually perform well you, you really didn't it was kind of a detriment but then when guys started figuring out the long distance cardio type of steroids which was the trt stuff like the athleticism skyrocketed, but at the same time, you also started seeing a push. So the incentives started getting pushed towards, um, so towards knockouts, towards standing and banging all the incentives, exciting fights, exciting fights. So all the incentives got pushed towards that. A lot of people abandoned the ground. A lot of people abandoned the ground and their defense and their standup didn't get tight. Right? So you have a lot of guys who are standing and trading and throwing. And when you do that, I believe, you are way more susceptible to getting knocked out. It's it's a 50-50 thing. Uh, it's been said before, I've said it before, but in boxing, you got two guys, um, you know, nine times out of 10, the better boxer is gonna win, nine times out of 10, because you have knockdowns, an accident can happen, you get stood up, you get an eight count, you, get a, you go back, you could recover. You have bigger gloves, so if you get caught once or twice making mistakes, you're not necessarily done for. The fight's not necessarily over. So nine times out of ten, the better fighter usually wins in boxing. MMA, mm, nope. 
when you're standing and trading, the guy who lands that good punch first, that one on the chin, the one on the button first, whether he's the better fighter or not, that guy can win because you don't have the standing eight count. You don't have the forgiveness of, you know, eight extra ounces on your glove. Is it eight ounces or 10 ounces? No, eight ounces. Uh, Maybe six ounces. Is it 10 ounces gloves they fight in now? 10 ounces or 12 ounces? I think it's 10 ounces gloves they fight in. So because you have less um, cushion on those little gloves in MMA, like you're, you're getting knocked out if you get hit in the right spot. It's a bigger risk. It's a bigger gamble. And if guys are just going to stand and trade, sometimes the better fighter gets caught. Often the better fighter gets caught. Um. So with Pana, or not Pana, Pana, yeah, Pana Nudes, uh, I think she was skilled enough to avoid big damage, uh, tough enough to walk through the damage that did happen, had the cardio to keep coming uh, in those instances, and um, she got to a place where Nunes was gassed. It was, she looked gassed on her, on her feet. She got hit a couple times and then felt like it looked like she just wanted out. Got pushed to the fence, taken down, and Juliana was able to uh, throw on a choke. She's smart. This is very smart. Somebody who has been up to date with her grappling and stayed on her grappling and didn't just go into the stand and bang mentality, understood, attacked the neck first. It wasn't old school jujitsu. It wasn't 1999 jujitsu where you throw the hooks in first and then go fishing for the neck. That's too slow. It takes too long to build. Your, uh, your opponent has time to recover if they're hurt, and they can see the choke coming. Oh, here come the hooks. Oh, start to defend the neck. Attack the neck first. She attacked the neck first before she put in any hooks. She started choking her and got the submission before she had the hooks in. Marvelous. Marvelous. Well well played, Miss Pena. Very well played. Um. And she's a cutie, so uh, it's going to be fun to watch her uh, keep fighting, right? She's going to make uh, MMA popular, female MMA popular again, which is just uh, you watch when it gets popular, who's, who's the champs are. Yeah, yeah. I think she uh, she gave up a little bit. Could have been one of those mentalities. She's like, ah, well, you know what? This is hard. Maybe maybe she didn't have something right in her training camp, whatever. Maybe she had an excuse ready to go. She was on a crutch. And things got hard, and she was like, you know, I'll get a rematch. I'll get a rematch. I'll just get the rematch. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe she didn't take the fight serious. She knocked everybody out. She big man everybody. Seriously, man. Uh, yeah, like she didn't want to be there. Could be, could be. Who knows? Maybe she's tired of it. She won so many fights. The fire is gone. Maybe she's tired of being treated certain ways by the promotion. You never know what's going to happen. Ha, this is a funny question. Lucas, you got some good ones today. Lucas is saying, uh, do you... Think how many percent of fighters have daddy issues and see Danny, Dana White as their daddy. All of them. Anybody who isn't complaining outwardly about their pay, they've got daddy issues. 
I don't want to make daddy mad. I hope daddy will love me. I hope if, if I perform hard enough, if I fight in a more exciting than the other guy, daddy will love me. Just get paid, guys. Focus on the money. They're stealing from you. They're stealing from you. Like, get an economist. If you're if you're one of these guys who's making millions of dollars, if you're a main eventer making millions of dollars, if you're a champion, how are you not getting at somebody that knows shit about money and paying them to like tell you the truth? Like find a find somebody who works in in, in pro football or pro basketball or whatever who knows how the money's supposed to be. And like educate yourself. I really don't understand these guys. Well, I was so poor before. I'm happy with three million. Well, the economists will tell you that like, you should be making fifteen to show. Like that's just getting there. That's not even uh, sponsors and other shit. You're being robbed. Yeah. Would have been. He said uh, after Tiago Alves. Would have been nice if you would have actually submitted him or tried some more submissions or some bullshit. It's just something under his breast, little fucking midget. No matter people, you, how many people you screw over, Joe, you're still short and a douche. No matter how much money you have, I'd rather be a homeless dude than Joe Silva. Go fuck yourself, midget. <laughs> uh, yeah. <clears throat> This is uh, also a killer. Benya had a strong mind. Uh, that's very good observation. Nothing to lose, man. Like, I'm going in there to die. This person's supposed to whip my ass. This person's supposed to have uh, their way with me. This person's the greatest ever. Nobody counts on me. Everybody thinks I'm shit. It's a great feeling to be back in the corner like that. My fight with Eric Silva, I felt... Probably not to the level that she did, because I wasn't fighting a noons. I was fighting, you know, somebody who hasn't lost in seven years and, and somebody her, her caliber of uh, accomplishments. But I still had the, oh, everybody expects me to lose this. I'm supposed to lose this. The management is expecting me to lose this. You know, the suits all can't wait to see me lose this. You know, it's it's great. It's great fire. Yes. Where is the... Yes, yes, yes. There's some agreement. It's not just me. Yeah, she's she's nice. Nice in the eyes. <clears throat> He's kind of girl you, she, you wouldn't mind her punching you in the face. <laughs> like, ah, you know, I've got a bloody lip, but she's cute. Uh, what percentage? Let's see this. Uh, Lucas saying, John, do you know what the percentage of champion receives from pay per view sales? It's one or it's like one or two point for sales, so it's a dollar or two dollars per pay per view sale, um, which is fairly standard. But like, I that that was the old pay per view model, okay? The old pay per view model, the pay per view people provider would take 50% from the person putting on the event. But now it's like with live streaming and, and, the, and the fight pass and ESPN plus and all this stuff. Like, do you need like I don't you don't pay Comcast. I don't think 50 percent or whoever the, the cable provider is. I don't think you're paying them 50 percent anymore. So like, I think you're making a larger percentage. 
the promoter is anyways making a larger percentage I, I think from from the events so like you think the, the, the fighters should be able to negotiate more points like you're making you're making more money like we should make more money not the same points maybe a percentage oh uh i do i do fight companions here and there every once in a while maybe i should bring those back me and tinkle were doing them for a while maybe i can get tinkle going i gotta say nobody watched them so like i got tired of doing them you know i had other i had other things to do <laughs> you know i had dates to go on and people to hang out with if i'm not gonna have anybody watch the the uh the fight companion Yeah, I heard about Tyrone and Jake are going to rematch. 300,000 pay per buys. I don't know, man. Do you know what the uh Do you know what the numbers were last time? People just like people bread and circus, man. You're 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 witnessing the uh the downfall of a civilization. 100%, guys. If you haven't figured that out yet, downfall of a civilization america is crumbling the dollar is going to zero banks are zeros okay you had an institutional attack on bitcoin recently to drop that down um to fifty thousand right now but sorry we're, we're in a very very turbulent time guys there's a lot of crazy shit happening okay prepare yourselves man for yourselves buy a big ass bag of beans and big ass bag of rice just in case <laughs> right get some extra ammo just in case just in case yes this is a quick uh, um <clears throat> yeah we should make us a t-shirt it should be like go fuck yourself joe silva you midget <laughs> Something like that. That'd be a good. That'd be a good T-shirt. Maybe I can have that up and ready. I mean, it's a rigged game. It's a rigged game from start to finish, man. It's a production. You are auditioning for a television show, and they're casting your opponents. It's not a sport. It is not a sport. It does not operate as a sport. It used to be, but after they acquired all of the other. Um, all the other uh, promotions, all the belts, all the champs, all the top guys, it's not. It's a monopoly, and they run things as a production. They own the belt. They own the, the, the title. They own the title. They own exclusive contracts. They own rankings. They get to match make. They, they, they own everything. It's a production. Vincent, thank you very much for uh, that hookup. That was, a great, that was a great interview. I had a lot of fun with that. If you guys haven't checked it out, I was on um, Wrestling Changed My Life. It's a podcast. It's a great podcast. If you guys are interested in wrestling or combat sports, I suggest you check it out. It was a lot of fun. I had that. But, like, he does a lot of good stuff. I had a number of friends who are involved in wrestling and big fans of wrestling and college wrestling, and they got to see it, and they were excited to see me on there. So it's cool. I don't know who I don't know what the rest of us is saying. It looked like somebody from the rest of us. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Still, 
Dern is a stupid name, is saying that uh, still doing good financially, prepped like a Mormon with six wives and a cocaine habit. It's, uh, it's good. <laughs> excellent. It's excellent. Uh, I, I am not excited for any movies that are coming out now. The new Night Matrix movie could be really cool, or it could just be more woke garbage. What's the chances that they ruin this? High, very high. It's very high that they ruin this. And uh, Neo turns out to be trans and, um, or some other shit. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. But let's get to the main event. Okay. Main event Charlie Olives and Poirier. Um, again, man, Charlie, Charlie Oliveira is just. Durable, durable, does not give up, keeps fighting, keeps getting after it. And this is an, uh, another uh, point to what I was saying before. A lot of these guys do not train their ground. They do not train their ground or their wrestling like they used to. I do not think fighters are as well-rounded today as they were 10 to 15 years ago. I don't. I think they are more athletic, and a lot of that more athletic is, is the juice. There's a lot of sauce going out there. There's a lot of sauciness. And I think guys are just stronger, faster, more explosive. But they have been incentivized to rely on stand-up. And most of it is stand-up boxing too, right? Like there's not that many people doing a lot of crazy Muay Thai stuff or hardcore Muay Thai stuff. You know, even uh, the Jose Aldez aren't kicking as much. Now you've got the calf kick has been reintroduced, kind of been used recently um a lot but i don't know man i feel like a lot of guys are just cardboard cookie cutter cutouts of each other they fight the exact same way they do the exact same things they don't really have a strategy i'm gonna throw these punches i'm gonna step in the middle close my eyes throw punches and step out hopefully i hit you before you hit me one of us will win and hopefully daddy will pat us on the head and tell us good job that's i feel like we're at but you get some guys who who still do work the things that you need to. And those guys, when they use those skills, they shine. I think Habib just shoved grappling and jujitsu and combat sambo down people's throats. I don't care what, what daddy wants to see. I'm going to do what I want and smash you. And he did. Good. Good for him. Uh, it's great to see. I like seeing that. I like seeing that type of not necessarily just the grappling aspect of it, but I like to see somebody who has like, this is my style. I'm making it mine and I'm going to shove it down your throat. I like that. <clears throat> Too many guys are just patty caking. It looks like patty caking. I, I don't want to watch a fight and feel like I'm watching a sparring session. Right, we have uh, sparring in the big room at AK and it's a lot of back and forth. You're working on new skills and techniques. You're not trying to kill each other. You're not exactly trying to um, force a strategy down somebody's throat in order to win right you are testing things out you're not trying to hurt your opponent you're trying not to get hurt those type of things you're working it's a work situation but a lot of these guys end up taking that big room type of working sparring and they and they bring it into the cage they bring it into the actual fight that bores the shit out of me it really does like if I can't, if I can't see kind of what your strategy is, I can't see like you setting things up. Like it's kind of, it's like, 
you don't know what you're doing. You're just you're just throwing a, a set of stock combinations together in hopes that you land before they land. It's not exactly a good strategy, my uh, my opinion. Okay, so this guy's saying it. Uh, this show guy is a, a video as a is a character right from a video game. Maybe UFC sold him my video, my image rights, and maybe it is me. <laughs> right? Remember that? Is uh, Maya better than Oliveira? I would think Maya is better. Maya is really good. He's tough. He's really good. I thought I'm sick, but he's really good. Um, but Oliveira is solid. He's still good. He's been doing it for a really long time. And I don't think it's something that he's avoided or stayed away from over the years. He's one of those scrappy dudes who just does what he has to do to win. And, I, yeah, I love seeing him being champ. <clears throat> but I think Khabib smashes. I still don't see. And it's crazy to see how many guys are attacking him. I feel like Dana White is putting them up to it. I feel like the UFC is putting a lot of these guys up to talk shit about about Khabib because they're all trying to draw him back. Oh, he's not really the greatest. He's not pound for pound. He left when he's undefeated. He left at this age. He left at this. Blah blah blah. Hey, shit, shit, shit. Just throwing shit on him, sprinkling shit all over Khabib's name. <laughs> it just seems like pathetic attempts to try to draw him back into a fight so they can make a payday. They can make a cash out on him. Like, I get it. I understand. You know. But I don't know. I think, I think he's tired of dirty, dirty mother grabbers like Dana. He's a really like, good guy. Like he's an actual person who's like devote to his religion, his family, his wife, his like kids. And I don't think he likes the slime. I don't think he likes the slime. So he's like, whatever. I don't want to deal with these people. I want to do things my own way. He's got his own promotion going on now. Um. Who knows? Who knows, man? Maybe if I I started training back at AK two weeks ago. I've got two weeks of training in. That's why this I got this black guy. Who knows? Maybe I'll be fighting for Beltor or could be again. <laughs> I don't know. The world's burning. People want bread and circus. Maybe I should just give it to them. Uh, this is going to be interesting. Will uh, Gaith G be able to sprawl and brawl his way to a victory over Charles Oliveira? So that's the thing, man. If uh, if Gaith G stays technical, stays true to his wrestling, I mean, it's possible because he's got power. He could knock Oliveira out, but Oliveira could just weather the storm and put himself in a position to submit him because Gaethje's tough. He's a good wrestler, but how good are his submission skills against really top, top submission guys? Is he going to be able to protect his neck? Is he going to be able to um, protect his ankles, his arms? I don't know, man. That's a, uh, that's a good question. I think that'll be a good fight. I think that'll be a good fight. But end of the day, 
Khabib smashes both of them. I would. I want to see the eight-man tournament one night. I want to see it. Bring it back. It's time for bread and circuses. Let's do that shit. Let's go, bros. Let's go. Maybe Game Bread will do that shit. He's got his bare knuckle MMA stuff going on. Let's fucking get real, bro. Let's do it. Eight-man tournament one night. Bare knuckle. Let's do that shit. Soccer kicks. Knees the head on the ground. I'm all in, bro. Just want to bang, bro. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. That's me. Be interesting. I don't know. It'd be interesting. Hmm. Hmm. Do that sinister mustache twirl. You can't really see. I'm going the beard, so I don't know if you can see the mustache as much, but it's getting long. Maybe I'll shave the beard. I don't know. I'm letting all the hair just go. It's. It's. Yeah. Peak mass. I'm closing out the year of a weight game. I'm about 2.30 right now. If I come back, more than likely, it's probably going to be heavyweight. We'll see, though. That's what I'm trying to see. If I'm working out hard, how much weight do I keep and how do I feel about it? Because I, I did some pummeling and stuff with Todd Duffy, and that was, was Rafi's big. <laughs> like, when you grab somebody big, yeah. There's like a, There's like a point where it's like, Todd was even explaining this. He's like, there's a certain point where you've got to decide whether or not you're going to be the big guy. And you got to horse the other guy over in, in certain positions, even in a technical position. It's like, you got to battle that strength. You got to suck it up. And that's where you get hurt. Because if you're a smaller guy giving up 20, 30 pounds and you try to be the big guy, <laughs> it doesn't work and things break. <laughs> Uh, let's see. So if, uh, Oliveira, a defending champ, um, gets pay-per-view points and there were, uh, 700,000 pay-per-view buys. Technically, if he had one point per buy, he would have made $700,000. If he had two points, he would have made 1.4 million. So it really, really depends on what he, <clears throat> what he got. Avatar two was the first one even that good. I, the series was cool. I like the series. I watched it with my kids. We named our dog Zuko after the Fire Prince, not uh, Johnny Zuko or whatever, Bobby Zuko or whatever it is from fucking Greece. Zuko Fire Prince saw that. So uh we'll see. What is a good question? What do you guys think is next for uh Chandler, Dustin? Ch Chandler versus Dustin, that's a possibility. What else? Who else is possible? Is uh is Connor going to get thrown back into the mix, or is he realizing he can't beat anybody at uh, 155? Can't make 145 anymore, so he's juiced up to 185, and he's going to cut down to 170 and see who he can fight there for some money. 
keep it interesting. I think it's going to take a little bit of time for 155 pound weight class to get its luster back because of Khabib's absence. And this may be one of the reasons why so many guys are attacking him right now. It's because they realize that. Because no matter what they do, like Khabib smashed them all. It wasn't close. You know, it wasn't like, oh, they put up a great fight. No, he crushed them. He crushed them. So you've got him crushing these guys in leaves. He's still young. He's still healthy. He's still able to fight. So it's going to be difficult, I think, for some people to really, like every fight you see with a great 55-pounder, you'd be like, oh, that was great. He was awesome. But Khabib would smash him. So you're either going to have to see some of these guys move on and younger guys come up. There's going to have to be a new Khabib, a new young guy that comes through that Khabib never beat the crap out of, that doesn't get beat up by the guys that Khabib got beat by. And then you're going to see some of the luster. The luster? Is a luster a word? <laughs> or luster? Uh, come back and people are excited about it again. Okay, uh, getting asked, um, <clears throat> you guys, hey man, super chat it too. You know, answer your questions, help a brother out, super chat it. You can throw a dollar, buy me a coffee, buy me a whiskey. Come on, uh, this is valuable information from the legend. <laughs> but I'll answer this anyways. Thoughts on Usman, uh, Israel, Adesanya, and Naganu. Okay, so Usman, I think he's got good wrestling. He's strong. He's got a little bit of power in his hands, but I don't think he's anywhere near GSP's level. I don't think he would have uh, held a torch to uh, GSP head up, and I don't think he would have beaten a lot of the guys who are ranked in the top seven or eight during GSP's time. I think uh, Carlos Condit in his peak back in 2008 – 2010 would have smashed Usman uh, in a fight head up at Usman's peak. Sorry, I, I believe that. Martin Katman, <laughs> I think, would have gotten up and been able to put hands on him. I think there's a lot of guys that would have beat Usman who fought back then. It's just, just the way it is. Uh, there's not as many top guys at that weight class as there used to be. He's an athlete, but I don't think his overall skill set is that great. Um, Israel, I think he's a very skilled stand-up fighter, but I think he's got a lot of holes, but nobody's trying to exploit them. Everybody that fights him tries to fight his game. Everybody tries to kickbox with him. Everybody. Everybody. Like, nobody has, like, said, okay, I'm just going to make him miss, push him into the fence, and grapple fuck him. Who, who's tried it? Has anybody actually tried it? Nobody's tried it. I'd like to see somebody try it and fail and then be like, okay, yeah, he can handle that. He knows what he's doing. He can prevent people from getting inside. He can prevent people from pulling on his head, putting him in the fence, making him heavy, making him tired. But the, the cost, Costa, none of those guys did. Everybody went in there and tried to knock him out. Everybody went in there and tried to uh, kickbox with him. So, yeah, he's a kickboxing champ. <laughs> of course he's going to win. Yeah, Oliveira. Okay, so Oliveira, yeah, Oliveira is well-rounded. 
Like he's he's a killer anywhere, but I think that's because that's a necessity because I don't think he was the best at any one thing. I don't think he was the best grappler. I don't think he was the best wrestler. I don't think he was the best stand up guy. So he had to be good everywhere because he got put in bad spots all the time. He had to find a way to win, and he did, and he's doing great. Uh, who else is well rounded? I don't know, man. This is one thing about being well rounded and 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 using your well rounded roundedness. That's a good question. You stumped me a little bit on that. Not prepared. Was not prepared. Because um, you guys like, like guys like Chandler, okay? So he's got power. His stand-up's pretty good. And his wrestling's good. But what's his submission skill set look like? What's his submission defense skill set look like? Like, he's still got some holes in there. <clears throat> right? Maia, right? Excellent on the ground. Wrestling's pretty good. Stand up, mm. average. If his stand up was a lot better, you know, that would that'd make a big difference. Colby, good wrestler, okay stand up. Okay, boxing. I want to say stand up. Okay, boxing. He doesn't seem to like throw like a lot of kicks. I don't see elbows. I don't see him putting him in the fence and doing a lot of, you know, crazy dominance type stuff. But he doesn't use it. He goes in there and just boxes. He goes in there and boxes. Average. So he uses his most average skill <laughs> against everybody when fights. Like, use the boxing to set up the wrestling where you flourish and then develop the, the submission stuff. Develop the ground and pound. I think it submitted, but I was sick as fuck, man. I couldn't, I couldn't, I didn't have the energy to get out of the positions I needed to. I could defend, no problem. I could keep myself safe. I knew what he was doing. I knew where things were going, but like, it sucked, man. That was the stupidest thing ever. <laughs> so stupid, guys. Like, I was sick that morning. I woke up. I was like, I need to pull out of this fight. But I was like, man, they're going to be so mad at me. <laughs> UFC is going to be so mad at me. What are they going to do to me? What are they going to? They're going to sit me out for a year. I won't get a fight for a year if I don't take this fight. So I just fought, and they cut me. <laughs> Fucking dumb fuck. What a dumb fuck. God, what a dumb fuck I was. That was a dumb fucking move, guys. Um, did you and uh, Poirier figure fouring the legs in MMA? Oh, did you pioneer figure fouring legs in MMA? No. Okay, so a lot of that figure four in the legs and uh, the, the the smash stuff, it came from Checkmat and Leandro Vieira. They do something called the knee connect, okay? They connect the knees. KC control is what they call it. And it is basically a guard destroyer. You smash the guard, and then you get past guard, and you look for other stuff. You look for submissions and a lot of other stuff. But in MMA, we didn't have to, like, do the next progressions we could just hunker down and hang out in that smash position and beat guys up and they would make mistakes and leandro Vieira, man he was he was really visionary with it and me and khabib and like isaac all learned this stuff similarly at the same time and and it was awesome it was a great uh thing to have picked up i switched my style around i switched a lot of the things i was trying to do because before i was happy with fighting to half guard putting you in the fence beating you up but then uh, he also showed a lot of 
um, escapes from bottom and ways to get back on control, back on top from half guard. So half guard became a no-go place for me. Like I don't want to be in half guard because there's so much stuff that the guy on bottom can do to me to take away my hard work. And I don't want to do that. So we started going to the smash and um, Khabib's way of getting there was to just retreat back to the double leg. You get to certain positions and it was okay to cut back, lose the ground you've gained to go back to the double leg to get into the smash. And it was, it was, it was a genius application to that situation. And uh, we all started implementing it and using it a lot more. And um, man, my, my Amos system from Fitch Smash has a lot to do with understanding that top control and how to get away from it. And that's what I developed that whole, I have three prongs to my Fitch Smash system. Amos, that's achieve and maintain operational status. Your, oper your operational status is standing up, <laughs> standing up and being up on your feet, right? You can run away, you can access weapons, you can access your hands, you can, you can call for help. That's the best place to be in a fight on your feet, okay? Uh, self-defense, combatives, even MMA. Um, <clears throat> well, I guess top being somebody up is better in MMA, but whatever. You understand what I'm saying. <clears throat> uh, then I have close the distance, subdue, and submit. And then the third one is stand and fight. Yeah, they should have done GSP and they should have done GSP and Khabib. That would have been pretty great. They should have put the money together to make that happen. They really should have. Whatever it took. Um, I don't know where this came from, but uh, I think Islam can beat Charlie Allos. And this is going to be the big guy that um, helps make 155 exciting again. That's Islam. Because he's a guy who has connections with Khabib that has not gotten smashed by Khabib, but trained with Khabib. So he's got the Khabib mystique along with him, right? I just coined that term, Khabib mystique. And he's, he's a beast. He's a beast in a different way. Um, and I think he he's going to smash a lot of these guys. He's going to. He's more technical. He's slicker. But he's strong, and uh, he's just as capable of, of, of making these guys look bad as, as Khabib is. Yeah, one night fight, this would be sick. All right, guys. Ah, this is a misnomer. Hey, get, I'm going to slap this out your mouth. Okay, one night for one million. My ass. My ass. How many fights did Charles Oliveira have before he made this payday? Okay. How many nights did he sleep in a shitty fucking poor ass house with his family? Dirty ass floors, fucking empty stomach, <laughs> training his ass off to have the opportunity to fight for this night. It wasn't one night. It was not one fucking night. Not even close to one night. It was a lifetime of hardship pain and suffering that he forced himself into because he thought there would be a better life on the other end of that, other end of that tunnel. And it, and it paid off. He was right. He did the work. He got paid. It wasn't one fucking night. That's some, that's some uh, passive aggressive bullshit right there, bro. Must be nice. 
must be nice, make a million dollars a night. I don't mean to go so hard on you, but there's a lot of people who who deserve to go have have me go that hard on them because that's some bullshit. <laughs> you know, somebody somebody going super hard for for that long. Like somebody said some shit about uh, the Cyril, the the heavyweight now. Man, he made that much money in that short a time. Motherfucker, the dude been kickboxing for how many fucking years? How many years? 20 years of experience and hard work and hardship did he go through to get to that opportunity to be able to be in that fight? Get your passive aggressive shit out of here, motherfucker. Put in the work that these guys did. Oh man, I missed a super chat. Thank you for the super chat, guys. I really appreciate the super chat. You guys are awesome. Ryan Sullivan, big ups, says, uh, super chat for the support. You are the man. Everybody give a virtual high five to uh, Ryan Sullivan. Thank you very much. I appreciate it a lot. Um, okay. <clears throat> good, good point here. Uh, got us. Uh, uh, Marvin uh, Vittori tried to wrestle, question mark. He tried to take Izzy down and failed. I don't know uh, how much he tried. But, yeah, but, you know, Italian wrestling. When's the last time you're like, man, fucking those Italians can rap, wrestle. So. <laughs> uh, being a dick. But, yeah, he might have just had bad. I don't understand. Some of you guys, hey, man, if you guys are out there who are going to fight these mother grabbers and you need some some help closing the distance and getting to the clinch and you need strategy help and technique help, fucking come find me out, man. Give you a workshop. I'll, I'll give you some shit. You can work on it. Make it happen. TJ Dillashaw, how did that happen, man? Sorry, you guys gotta. Oh no. There you go. Hope that didn't block you. No. Um. Okay, yeah. I accidentally hit the wrong button. I hope I fixed it. Puts up there, yeah. <clears throat> there you go. TJ Dillashaw is Rwandan. How how often does he display it though? Like every time I watch Dillashaw fight, it's all it's all boxing. It's all boxing. Is he really mixing it up? Or am I are I missing a lot of the, the fights that Sean mixing it up? I don't know. Tofer's got a good one here saying, uh, Oliveira Poirier kept me thinking about Fitch Senpai's theory. The UFC wants its champs to have brain damage, be brawlers like Oliveira, so they'll get KO'd and not gain bargaining power with title defenses. They want you, uh, they want you to take the risk so that there's a higher percentage chance that you lose. They, I, I really do believe that that's something that they want <clears throat> because 
like I said, it's more of a 50-50 battle when you guys are trading blows. The, the better guy doesn't always win when you're trading with small gloves. And I think it is a tool that the promoters use to maintain control. It's hard for you to be super dominant for a long period of time if you're brawling. It's really going to be hard. <laughs> oh, this is funny. Israel may be good, but it will never defeat the Palestinian people. <laughs> oh, got jokes tonight. Oh, man. I hope uh, all pro Lamont made it back. Did you make it back, buddy? Because I try to bring it back. Yeah, uh, I hope I did not uh, delete him. I just hit the thing to bring it back. Okay, you're here. Sorry, dude. I totally was trying to bring it up, your comment up, and it timed you out, man. Uh, I got fat fingers. Oh, man, that's a good bet, man. Shaska, you want $1,500 on uh, Pena? Entire world doubt and laugh at her. Nope. I, yeah, I, I doubted her. I was a doubter. I did not believe she did amazing. It's awesome, man. It's great. I'm glad you enjoyed that fight. I enjoyed that fight, too. It was, uh, it was a fun night. Bad strategy on my part. Um, <clears throat> yeah, guys. I hope you have a... Uh, hope you had a good time tonight. I had fun. Um, let's see. Make sure you guys are signed up. Right? You need to sign up. You need to go to my, my YouTube. My, my YouTube. Not my YouTube. You guys are on my YouTube or other places. But check out johnfish.net, guys, right here. Johnfish.net, I got it. I make some uh, updates regularly. You can book training sessions. You can watch the podcast, which you're watching right now. Um, I do self-defense. I do all kinds of seminars, BJJ, wrestling, fighting, MMA, you name it. I also help dudes um desoy themselves i can help you desoy yourself there's a lot of guys who suffer from nice guyism and being soy um you know male feminists those type of guys i can help i can help i can help you i can help with uh the ladies i can help you get better dates i can help you with the the uh um the dating apps i have a little bit of skill i got blogs the most important thing though guys is uh the newsletter i have a newsletter here you guys should uh sign up for the newsletter i had one go out again today talking about all the deals that i have um coming up for uh 
like Gumroad. I got a lot of stuff on Gumroad for you guys to check out. Please do that. You can go to Rockfin also, sign up for Rocket Fund. You can contribute on Rockfin. Uh, it's a great way to support uh, creators, people who are, you know, doing their own thing. And uh, they don't want to be censored. They want to be able to say shit and fuck. <laughs> I get banned. They want to say that there are two genders and I get banned. And uh, I think it's important to support that, support cryptocurrency. They pay out their creators in Ray token. Uh, it's fantastic. Banks are zeros. Banks are zeros, guys. Bank yourself. Be ungovernable. Be unbankable. Bank yourself. <laughs> right? You got to do it. You got to get it. Ha! That is a good... That's good, man. <laughs> Tyler Durden's a stupid name just says, Doesn't Dom actually fight like Keith Jardine fucked Tom Cruise? <laughs> that's... That's fucking great. Uh, yeah, man, he moves. He moves like Jardine. He's, he's like he does his footwork, but it's not like it's not a footwork I would teach anybody. But it's erratic and it's effective. It's beautiful in that sense. It's not really on the rhythm, and uh, it's good that way, man. Car Jardine messed some dudes up because they just could not find a beat on him. He was just all over the place. That was even too smooth. <laughs> Maybe more like that. Was that more Jardine-ish? But that dude was uh, was great. Not even Willie Pep style, man. Willie Pep. Willie Pep was smooth. Willie Pep was smooth, man. <clears throat> he was like one of them dancer dudes. All right, guys. Let's turn it back on. All right, man. It's been uh, it's been great. It's been a fun show. I uh, appreciate you guys coming through, saying what's up, watching me bitch and moan and scream about stuff. It's fun. Uh, what do you guys think, man? You guys, you guys like the MMA coverage? You guys think uh, I should uh, keep putting a little more emphasis on the MMA coverage? Because I have, I have, I have issues. I have moral issues, right? And because um, I feel like everybody who's not fighting and making money off of fighters is pimp, because the fighters are getting exploited, and it's like you're pimp or hoe. So the fighters are the hoes, and I kind of have a moral dilemma around being the pimp. Should I just not care? And uh, I guess it's like I, I talk about, you know, how they're being hoed out, so. Maybe that can uh, balance that feeling of, of making money or, or stuff off of other people's backs who are getting exploited. Um, what do you think? Or should I just, yeah, should I, should I do this? I can mix in the, uh, you know, the red pill stuff, obviously, with it also. Keep my interviews up. But, yeah, more MMA. People are saying more MMA. When I got at least one person saying more MMA. I got gotcha. you. I turn a lot of people off, though. 
I guess I got red pill a lot of people in the process of covering MMA. Maybe red pill fighters a little bit. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> More MMA. So where do they count? Some more MMA. All right, my man, Brad and Circus. I'm gonna I'm gonna drop truth bombs on you still though, with the uh, um, red pill stuff, dating stuff. It's important. It's important. Everybody, everybody knows. I say a lot. I put a lot of stuff out there. But I don't run guys down and chase them down because like, they're just going to avoid me. They're going to run away from me. And a lot of these guys already don't want to uh, – they don't want to deal with it. They know, they know, but they don't want to know. They don't want to know how bad it is, you know, because what are you going to do? You're going to stand up and fight for yourself? God, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just built different, man. I'm built different. People who are willing to fight back – you will not understand how different you are until like you find something to fight back against and you realize like, you know, I've said this a million times on this show, but like my favorite quote is <clears throat> Harriet Tubman's quote, right? She was a lady who freed the slaves. She had the underground railroad. She said the hardest part about freeing the slaves was convincing them that they were slaves. That's, that's one of the most powerful statements because I'm the type of person, man, I don't understand slavery. Because if you try to make me do shit I don't want to, I'm fighting you. You're going to have to kill me. You're going to have to kill my family. You're going to have to kill everybody I know and love to force me to do something I don't want to do. I'm willing to, that's the hill I'm dying on. I am not going to do it. That, but not everybody's built that way. Not everybody's built that way. People will put, people will put um, security. I just want a bed three meals in my family and I don't care what horrible things you make me do and do to me. <laughs> it ain't me, bro. It ain't me. It ain't me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to battle axe you in the head. Just saying, bro. I hope you all had a wonderful time. And uh, hope you have a wonderful Christmas. I'll be back next week with more stuff. I'm going to share. If there's more fights, I'll watch the fights, tell you about the fights. Um, I have my show at Jason Burmis tomorrow. We talk a lot of conspiracy-ish and uh, fights. We'll talk about that stuff. Um, yeah, man. Christmas coming up. Let's <clears throat> sing another Christmas song. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. But the very next day, you gave it away. This year, to save me from tears, I'll give it to someone special. Once bitten and twice shy, I keep my distance, but you still catch my eye. Tell me, baby, do you recognize me? Well, it's been a whole year, doesn't surprise me. Happy Christmas, I wrapped it up and sent it with a note saying, I love you, I meant it. Now I know what a fool I have been. Kiss me again, I'd fool me again.
Last Christmas I gave you my heart, but the very next day you gave it away. This year, to save me from tears, I'll give it to someone special. Last Christmas I gave you my heart, and the very next day you gave it away. This year, to save me from tears, I'll give it to someone special. Alright guys, give it to someone special this year. Check y'all later.